Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Y98 St. Louis City Soccer Report continues on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. This is the Green Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldsmith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billiken win! Billiken win! Now, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome to the show. Well, the SEC has been put on notice officially. The University of Missouri has a football team and a good one. They absolutely took Tennessee to the woodshed yesterday, 36-7. to It was a dominating performance, a terrific performance by Cody Schrader, a defense that held, you got to understand how big this is. Tennessee came in. It's not a, you know, they're not an elite program necessarily. It's good SEC team, good solid SEC team. Missouri had a history with Tennessee in which it had been outscored by 80 points over the last two games, 80, 128 to 48. Just to put that in perspective, Tennessee, who has Josh Heupel, the former offensive coordinator in Missouri, and some familiar faces over there on that sideline, and a lot of pride and a big backing and certainly a history of an axe to grind. Eli Drinkwitz made some comments about the prior regime and some of the infractions that they had under uh, undertaken uh, and had to deal with. and. Tennessee didn't like that too much, and they took it out on Mizzou for four years, beat them four in a row, and especially the last two, running up the score a little bit too. And that, to me, in college football is bulletin board, uh, receipts kept, and you don't forget stuff like that. All of that was riding in Missouri's favor yesterday in terms of edge, but there was also a lot of pressure on Missouri yesterday. If you lose the game to Tennessee, you're just back to being, well, I mean, Missouri's good, but... You know, Missouri played LSU tough, but lost. Missouri went to Georgia, put up a fight again against the Bulldogs, but lost. Missouri beat K-State, but required a 61-yard field goal to do so. Missouri beat Kentucky on the road, but it's not the same Kentucky team that it used to be, and they got smoked by Alabama, blah, blah, blah. Mizzou hasn't beaten a good team. Well, they beat a good team yesterday in Tennessee, and Missouri was the much better team. And Missouri absolutely put it on Tennessee yesterday, 36-7. to Cody Schrader is a wonderful story. His offensive line made enormous holes uh, and protected Brady Cook for the most part, although Cook faced a very good defense. This Tennessee defense 
allows under 100 yards rushing per game. It's one of the best rushing defenses in the country. And all Schrader did was shred it. And I mean shred it. He is, I think, going back to early in the season, in particular for me, at least in person, seeing him against Memphis at the Dome opened my eyes to what a runner he is. Straight line, hard to bring down. He can be shifty, but he's mostly straight line, just try to bring me down. It's going to hurt when you bring me down. He's 5'9", if that. But yesterday, he puts up a monster game, and it's a wonderful story of perseverance, a kid that grew up here in St. Louis, Lutheran South, really good high school running back, didn't get a sniff, went to Truman State, played Division II football, came to Missouri, not as a transfer to join this starting backfield, no, to be a walk-on. And basically it was an afterthought. In fact, just in the last few weeks, Luther Burden's the Heisman candidate being promoted by Missouri. Cody Schrader, all he has done is get better and better and better. And yesterday he puts on a show for the ages. I was there yesterday. It was great to be at Faroe Field. I told my daughter, who will be 13 next month, someday when you meet Cody Schrader, you can tell him you were at the Tennessee game. The great thing about college football is it goes in story in chapters of the story. So you get these four-year chapters, these eras of quarterback, of coach, whatever it may be. In this case, you'll remember the Cody Schrader game and the team that Brady Cook led and the team that Luther Burden was on and the team that kind of got Eli Drinkowitz into the good graces of the SEC as a legitimate coach, not just Missouri. We know now that he can coach the university of Missouri and coach them well and recruit well, but he is now considered to be a voice in the SEC. You know, he can't be a, uh, he it's, it's legitimate. Uh, he goes in and just absolutely trashes Tennessee yesterday The numbers on Schrader, 205 yards rushing, the leading rusher yesterday on 35 carries with a touchdown, and also the leading rusher in the SEC. But five catches for 116 yards. He was also the receiving leader for Missouri. He's also the first Missouri player to have 90 rushing yards and 90 receiving yards in the same game, and he did it in the first half. He's also the first SEC player ever to have 200 rushing yards and 100 receiving yards in the same game. It was an incredible game, and the defense shutting out Tennessee in the second half is remarkable. This is a Tennessee team that averaged 34 points a game that had one of the best rushing attacks in the league, not to mention the country, and Tennessee gets absolutely shut down, taken to the woodshed by the University of Missouri. That was some performance yesterday. Tom Hart is going to join us in just a few minutes. He's from the SEC Network and ESPN, and he'll have a complete breakdown of not only that, but what's going on in college football. Jimbo Fisher is going to get fired today. It's a $75 million buyout. That is just unbelievable and incredible. He is out of a job. Texas A&M is, for whatever reason, a middling program for a program that has unlimited resources, an incredible fan base, a recruiting ground that is unlike anybody else's, and they can't win. So we'll take a look at that and the rest of the college football picture. Congratulations to Illinois beating my alma mater, Indiana, 48-45 in overtime. Really nice performance by the Illinois offense. They throw for 500 yards. 
They do this without Luke Altmeyer. He was ruled out of the game before it started with an injury. And they just throw all over Indiana, 500 yards through the air, 662 yards total. They withstand Indiana taking an early 27 to 12 lead and John Paddock, a 21 yard touchdown pass to Isaiah Williams and overtime wins at 48, 45 in a big 10 game over Indiana that Illinois needed. They got to keep getting them Paddock through for 507 yards and four touchdowns. First start for the Illini since transferring from Ball State. Luke Altmeyer out with a concussion. Only Shadur Sanders of Colorado, who had that famous 510-yard game against TCU in the beginning of the season, has thrown for more yards in a game this season than John Paddock of Illinois against Indiana, 48-45. We'll go through the day of college football with Tom Hart in just a minute. Then we will talk to Travis Ford and Rebecca Tillett, the head coaches of basketball men's and women's, at St. Louis University. We'll talk to Mark Schreiber, the president of the St. Louis Sports Commission. We have John Mosellock, the president of baseball operations of the St. Louis Cardinals, on the show today. He's at 11.30. We'll touch on St. Louis City SC's season and a Blues blowout last night. They beat the Avalanche 8-2. to We'll hear from Coach Craig Berube on that very topic. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX, our NFL picks as well. There's an NFL game going right now. We'll update you throughout the morning Tom Hart, right after this. Welcome back to the show. It's 1018. We appreciate being with us today. Back on KMOX from the SEC Network and ESPN, the terrific television play-by-play man Tom Hart is with us. You had LSU Florida last night, did you not? I did, and I had uh, what I think was the Heisman moment, and it was about three and a half hours worth of Heisman moments for Jaden Daniels last night. He was... uh, Fantastic. Unbelievable. I mean, really, 234 yards rushing, 372 yards passing. I was not a math major at Indiana University, but that is <laughs> 606 yards, Tom. I don't think Antoine randall had ever had a game like that. In fact, <laughs> I know he didn't, as good as he was, speaking of IU, because Daniels was the first player in FBS history to throw for 350 and run for 200. I'm a Heisman voter, and I always think that um, the spectacular is what catches our attention more than the mundane. And if you can have big moments against um, big-time programs, and Florida had a top-50 defense going in, that's going to get a lot of Heisman voters' attention. Uh, Marvin Harrison also had a big game last night against Michigan State that he has, in my mind, the biggest opportunity left with Ohio State-Michigan, which is just going to be a blockbuster of a game this year for a lot of different reasons. Yes, it is. The top eight teams in the college football playoff all won. Jaden Daniels, once upon a time, had a terrific game at Faroe Field against Eli Drinkwitz and the Missouri Tigers, who yesterday put it on Tennessee. And after the game, Drinkwitz said, well, why not Cody Schrader for a little Heisman talk? He said, you know, he's the leading rusher in the SEC. I don't remember the last time a leading rusher in the SEC wasn't. But, gosh, Luther Burden was their Heisman candidate. They put it out themselves. Now Schrader with a tremendous performance yesterday. What did you gather from the Mizzou win over Tennessee? Well, I'll go a little throwback for the Mizzou fans. There was a little Brock Olivo and Cody Schrader's game. Um, I think that we need to start appreciating Cody Schrader for the athlete that he is and get off of this storyline of, oh, he's just a hard worker. I mean, that's a great message to send along to kids. If you really believe in yourself, and you bust your butt at practice and great things can happen, but he is obviously an elite athlete. You just don't do what he did against an SEC opponent. First in conference history, 200 rush yards and 100 receiving yards in a game 
Uh, Eli Drinkwitz is a great offensive mind, and I know he's not calling the plays like he did in years past, but the game plan knowing that Burden was going to be limited and they had to, and, and Brady Cook was a little banged up apparently, but they had to have someone they could lean on, and he, Schrader moves into this featured role as opposed to a complementary piece that was still putting up big numbers, second in the league in rushing going into the weekend. Uh, I was beyond impressed. And, and this is a monster win for, for Missouri for a, a program standpoint. I mean, where they've elevated themselves into that second tier behind Georgia and Alabama, uh, getting past Tennessee is a, is a big jump. Um, but the Kentucky win on the road in the rain that we had last month, that was a, a big win too. And you could say that they should have beaten LSU. I think Missouri is probably the better team on the field that day. It's just that Jaden Daniels is the best all-around player in college football, and, and he was able to mount a major comeback that day. I think that's well said. And where does Missouri go from here? I mean, this is about respect, so they get the win over Tennessee. Now you get Florida at home. You go to Arkansas, two winnable games. You're 10-2. and two. What's, yeah. the, what's the ceiling for them on New Year's Six? Well, absolutely. Absolutely in the year six bowl. And you look at it in, in the uh, big picture in the SEC. I mean, there's there's opportunities abound for great bowl games in this conference. But, um, you know, they've climbed ahead of a lot of other teams. And, and you look at how Ole Miss was dispatched by Georgia. And by the way, living in Atlanta and talking with, with Georgia people over the last week, I think Missouri impressed a ton of people with their performance against Georgia. Georgia is by far the best team in college football under Kirby Smart. They have been at least for the last two years and played for a national championship before that. And nobody has played Georgia as tough as Missouri has over the last couple of years. So what does the New Year's Six Bowl mean to a program like Missouri? It means huge momentum, not just in your local support and ticket sales and recruiting, but let's be honest, Tom, in this day and age of name, image, and likeness, where you're in constant fundraising frame of mind, and that fundraising directly impacts what you do on signing day and the kids that you can get to your program, which only then begets more winning, uh, there is more on the line to reach a major bowl and finish with momentum than has ever been before. I'm with you on that. I really think that the future is bright for Eli Drinkwitz in this program in the area of recruiting. They continue to work. I do think the Schrader story is a good one for young people in this area, as well as Brady Cooks and Luther Burdens, all on different levels, all different types of stories uh, to bring excellent players to Missouri from the city of St. Louis. But not just that, they need to start looking nationally. If they really want to be a power in the SEC, Tom, don't they have to continue to expand their search nationally and bring some of the best players into this state just as a number of programs have raided our state? Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but I think the Metro success carries more weight in the moment. Um, the fact that they're putting – like, listen, Cody Schrader – Obviously, Coach Schrader four years ago wasn't an SEC talent because he was playing at Truman State, right? But to get him and to get him in a position to succeed and to allow him to develop and be at this point in his career, I think says a lot about the talent in the St. Louis Metro. We know what it's like in the entire state. Kansas City's got a number one recruit next year uh, that Missouri's got their claws in already. Um, I, I agree with you, bigger picture. I mean, think about the 
inroads that Gary Pinkle's great teams made when they played for two conference championships and before that in 2007 when they reached number one in the country, where did they get their talent? They went into Texas. That was the big pipeline. And now with the University of Texas coming in, with Oklahoma coming in next year, I think that pipeline gets a little bit larger and you have more of an opportunity to go into that state, which is just produces more talent than almost any other when it comes to high school football, where it truly matters down there year round. Uh, that, that to me, if I were, if I were heading up, I'd say, okay, boys, let's look down to the Lone Star state because we got an opportunity to go more national. And that's a, that's a recruiting hotbed that I think you can get into. I agree with you. I, I looked at that yesterday. I was at the game, but I, I'm looking at them. They're on CBS. They put a pasting on Tennessee. It can flip very quickly. A young man somewhere in America could say, well, you know, uh, they've been talking to me. Maybe I should look a little bit more at this staff. Look what they did to these players. I was watching the the postgame interview that Jenny Dell did with Brady Cook, uh, and it was genuine from Cook. I mean, he was looking over and he said, you know, you shouldn't be talking to me. You should be talking to this offensive line, Cody Schrader, the defense. I mean, it was a true team effort. Eli's got them all buying in right now. Schrader reminds me his running style. He's not this player. Okay. But he reminds me uh, his running style is like Emmett Smith, where he runs straight ahead, reads the offensive line extremely well, finds a spot and then he's impossible to tackle. I just think that is a very, special scheme they've put together and very attractive uh, moving forward. I, I want to shift, though, because you just brought up Texas. What is going on at Texas A&M? Now, uh, Jimbo Fisher is out. That's been reported, and it's going to be a yeah. $75 million buyout. I guess my question to you is, why isn't Texas A&M great? I mean, they have everything. They have the recruiting ground. They have the resources. They have an amazing fan base. Why are they such a mid-to-upper-level SEC team and not a great one? I don't. I don't even think you could describe them as an upper level SEC team based on on field results. Yeah. Even going back to Kevin Sumlin era, era. Um, I, to be direct with that answer right now, both what has put them in that conversation of being a potential power and what has also limited them, quite simply, was Jimbo Fisher. It was his archaic offense. It was the way he coaches his quarterbacks. It was the this toxicity that I witnessed every time I was around that program under Jimbo. Um, it's, it's not healthy. It wasn't healthy from day one. Um, they have all the resources. And now if they get, it sounds weird to say they're going to pay out 70 to Jimbo. It's going to cost them over a hundred for this total turnaround to buy out this staff to bring in a new staff. Yet they're still sitting there sitting on a, a pile of oil money and they're a sleeping giant if they get the right coach in there because they have this unwavering support from the largest alumni base in the entire country. They have an opportunity to, to do real damage, but you have to have the right leader in there, and, and that wasn't Jimbo from day one. So I, I just I think that it was never – I don't want to say it was, wasn't the right fit, they went after a national championship coach, and at the time there were only five current national championship coaches in the country, and they swung for the fences, and they just, they just signed the wrong guy. It's, you know what it's, it's comparable to? It's comparable to the Angels and Pools, but at least the Angels got a few good years from them at the very beginning, right? I mean, they got the guy who demanded a, a lot of money but was past his prime and was running an offense that belonged in the early to mid-'90s and not the 2010s.
Hey, Tom, last thing on the SEC, and we've talked about just about everybody here. And Georgia, I am 100% in agreement with you. I think Georgia is the number one team in the country, not Ohio State, not Michigan, not Florida State. It'll all be settled, and I do think that Alabama will have something to say about this in the end. They are going to get a chance to make their statement. They look great. (laughs) They look like the team that everybody hoped in uh, Crimson that they would be. What is your projection here for Alabama with an easy one next week and at Auburn? Well, I think you have to start with the quarterback play. Jalen Milrow threw for three touchdowns yesterday. He ran for three. No quarterback had ever done that in Alabama history. And if they would have, I want to give credit to the coaching staff for getting him to this point, but they were a disaster in September. If they would have had this in September, he's a Heisman candidate, if not the front runner, and they're probably undefeated. You know, they, they beat Texas with the great Jalen Milrow. So they had some growing pains early on um, they can beat anybody they have an elite defense they have great wide receivers and they've got a quarterback that is doing a lot of damage um, Georgia's schedule on the front end was a joke let's be honest about it but now they are going through the toughest part of it and it's really hard to come out of there totally unscathed and of course when you talk about the schedule that's going to include Alabama now in the SEC championship game and I think that's going to be another heavyweight title fight, an absolute thriller between those two. Listen, Ole Miss is a really good program, both offensively and for the first time in a long time defensively. And Georgia just kicked them to the side like they're in an FCS team yesterday. It was a a total takedown and annihilation. And I think that speaks to not only how good Georgia is, how talented they are, but how Kirby Smart's teams never seem to have a down week. He is a master motivator, and he gets those guys ready to play each and every year, uh, each and every game, even if it's to convince them that nobody ever thought they had a chance. And everybody knows they have, everybody knows they're the best team in the country. Yeah. Nobody's doubting them, but inside those walls, he finds motivation in the weirdest places. Sure does. It, it does make Missouri look even better after they smoke Ole Miss. There's no question. Um Tom, I thought about you on my drive home from Columbia, and I appreciate you answering our call and taking our request to come on today. Terrific job you always do on SEC games, and thanks for putting it all in perspective for you for us. We appreciate uh, it. Happy to join you. I'm jealous you got a chance to go to Faroe Field yesterday. I, the crowd was amazing, and uh, the fan base deserves a lot of credit for getting drinks program to where it is from a support standpoint because that wasn't there. That wasn't there just a few years ago, even under Barry Odom, and it takes – an entire state really to support a program like that. You are right about that. Thank you so much, Tom. We appreciate it. You bet, Tom. Good to talk and catch up with Tom Hart once again. It's 1031. Travis Ford joins us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Next. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Great to be back with you. Good to catch up with Tom Hart of ESPN and the SEC Network in our last segment. Joining us now, it is time once again this season to talk to Billikens coach Travis Ford. It is sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. And the Billikens are 3-0 and on the season. A win last night over Illinois State, 80-71. to Hello, Coach. Great to have you on the show. Uh, we'll try to catch up with Coach. Uh, he is apparently not on the line, so we will reconnect with him. I'll tell you a little bit about what happened in the game yesterday. The Billikens won the game 80-71. to They led by a dozen at the half. Illinois State hung with them partly because of their ability to rebound the basketball. Uh, They do have some big players in there, and they were able to kind of hang in and show some of their size yesterday. But uh, Illinois State just could not find a way to overtake this SLU team, which has some very, very talented perimeter players. The Illinois State has a 7-1 transfer. He had 12 rebounds yesterday. His name is Brandon Lieb, uh, but the Redbirds were struggling with SLU's ability to shoot the basketball. Uh, They knocked down a couple of threes from Hughes, a couple of threes from Parker. Jimerson hit one, Hargrove hit one. And although they shot just 29% from three, they were big threes at big moments. SLU also got 19 points out of Sincere Parker. He looks like a scoring machine. Gibson Jimerson hit 15 free throws. 15 free throws made for 20 points, and the Billikens won the game 80-71. to Let's see if we can connect with Coach Ford. Are you there, Coach? How are you? Hey, good morning. Hey, Tom. Hey, morning. Yeah, this was uh, another win for you. You get 80 on the board this time, beating Illinois State 80-71. to I just gave my thoughts a little bit on the game. Let's get your thoughts on uh, what you accomplished last night at Chaffetz Arena. Well, first of all, I thought it was a uh, really good win for us. Um, you know, I think this Illinois State team that we played had a lot of returning players, several high-level transfers, and uh, I just think it was a really good win for our team this time of year. I think we did a, real, a lot of good things, a lot of really good things, especially early. Uh, went on some really good runs. Our defense, uh, for the most part in the first half, was really, really good. Went on some really 
great runs offensively. Um, and then in the second half, you know, we go up 24, which is, i I, I be honest, we wouldn't have thought we could have done against that team to even go up 24. But we go up 24, and then we start facing some adversity. Um, we couldn't score. We got stuck on 71 for a very long period of time. We started having some injuries, started getting into foul trouble, uh, and, and really felt some adversity which at the end of the game, I'm glad we won, and I'm glad we went through the adversity. This time of year, this team really needs to learn uh, as much as we can uh, in every opportunity. So overall, I thought it was a a good game uh, and a game that we can learn a lot from. Yeah, it's a really good point. You knew that Illinois State coming out of the Valley would be a challenge, and you were able to handle them. You're going to get Wyoming down in Myrtle Beach on Thursday, and things will continue to present challenges your way. But this Illinois State team came with a lot of size, and you tried to counter a little bit getting Bruce Zhang into the game. But uh, when it comes down to it, I mean, he's just kind of getting his feet wet here. I mean, I don't know. It takes forever, it seems, to get players cleared by the NCAA, but that's another story for another day, I guess. Uh, But getting some of these players involved uh, is really what you need to do, get some size going. We do. Uh, you know, he just needs time, needs experience. Uh, we want to, you know, we want to get him as much playing time as we can, but we don't want to throw too much at him too soon. Um, and I, I thought he did a great job. I thought Big Bruce did a great job getting in there and getting an offensive rebound, a putback, and a score, making his free throw. Uh, I, I think you'll see as time goes along him getting a little bit more playing time each game. Um, but his size, no question, his height, um, you know, is something that we need. Uh, it, it will allow, you know, hopefully for us to be able to play TJs in different positions as well. But, you know, again, I go back, you know, three games into the season uh, with a, you know, a, a lot of new guys. We just need the opportunity that we can. I hear you on that. I really like this team, uh, the ability to score the basketball, but you also – Turn the ball over eight times. Uh, you've got to feel pretty good about that number, I would think. I feel great about it. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it's a number. We want to try to do ten or less each game, and we've been under that uh, in our games, uh, and, and that's very important, especially when you can score. When you know it spurts like we can, uh, and if if scoring can become a strength of ours then you have to take care of the ball for that to, you know, really, really work. You don't want to negate it by turning it over. And I actually talked to our team before the game and in the locker room about that, that we need as many shot opportunities as we can get. We're going to take some tough shots at times because we have some guys that can make some tough shots. But the last thing we need to do is turn the ball over. That will negate everything we're trying to accomplish, the system we're trying to play, the speed we're trying to play with. And so far, our guys have done a good job of that. This is Travis Ford, the head coach of the Billikens. I'll be having you over to Chaffetz Arena here in just a bit to call the women's game against Mizzou. Rebecca Tillett's got herself a team, too. Uh, they dropped the first one against Drake, but this uh, one against Missouri is a big one. It's a blue out. I know there's a lot of good stuff going over at SLU, isn't there, With on the women's side especially, with the women's soccer team advancing? Oh, I- Absolutely. You look at what the women's soccer is doing uh, year in and year out. I think they're playing their best right now, it seems like, to me. Uh, and you're exactly right. Rebecca's got a great returning team, pretty much her whole team returning. Uh, and I think great things are going to happen. 
I really have enjoyed watching your team thus far. It is a lot of fun to see college basketball alive and well in St. Louis and beyond. Fun time of year, isn't it? I know that for you it's uh, step-by-step, but it is great to hear the ball bouncing again. It is. It's uh, it's a fun time of year just trying to get things and you know we've got a big stretch coming up with Myrtle Beach and you know three games in four days so we'll really get a good test to see where our team is at we'll be with you every step of the way coach thanks for the visit very much we appreciate it always enjoy Tom thanks a lot good talking some ball with Travis Ford his team's three and oh off to a good start beat USI beat Lincoln and now they have defeated Illinois State, good team. Up next, Wyoming, as he mentioned. That'll be 1 o'clock on Thursday in Myrtle Beach. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll talk the women's side with Rebecca Tillett, the head coach at St. Louis University. We'll also hear from Mark Schreiber, the president of the St. Louis Sports Commission. The Musial Awards are coming to St. Louis once again. The national award show is this Saturday, and it'll air on Christmas Eve on CBS. We'll get details from him and Rebecca Tillett next. Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings, and he hits a drive. He hits a slam. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Great to catch up with Travis Ford in the last segment. Tom Hart, before that, we're going to hear from Rebecca Tillett, the women's coach at St. Louis University, about a big game today. That is on the way in just a matter of moments. But joining us right now is the president of the St. Louis Sports Commission. He is Mark Schreiber at 1045 on Sports on a Sunday morning. Good morning, Mark. Uh, is he there? Mark, you there? 
Hi, Tom. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, yep, I hear how you, you doing? Fine. Good. Uh, we've got a, a big event coming up on Saturday, the Musial Awards, and I know that it's an exciting lineup. My, my question to you is, uh, how big of an undertaking is this for everybody to put on a national awards show each and every year at Stiefel Theater? It uh, it drives us crazy, but it, but it's it's all good. It, it's a huge undertaking for us, but it's because the event is so important to the sports commission, and it's so important to St. Louis for us to be able to have this national platform um, to showcase St. Louis as the home of, of celebrating sportsmanship in America. So you know we're very fortunate that we have great support, especially from. Maryville University as our title sponsor and, and our staff just organizationally does a terrific job. And um, Amanda Lutz, especially on our, our end, um, Indiana alum for, for you, uh, has just done wonderful work putting together a great show for Saturday. It's a show that is going to feature former Senator Bill Bradley receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award. We have seen some of the biggest names in sports receive that award through the years at the Music Awards. Let's talk about him first. Uh, how did this come about, and what is the background? So every year, you know, we, we have our Lifetime Achievement Award that is intended to recognize an iconic sports figure who embodies the qualities and virtues of Stan the man. And we have this wonderful tradition, as you mentioned, it's, you know, Arnold Palmer, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, uh, Hank Aaron, Wayne Gretzky, Albert Pujols. We, we go on and on. And, um, you know, we look, we look out at, at the landscape and, and try to figure out, we, we have a list of, of the top iconic people that we think embody sportsmanship and we got a little help, a little bit of an assist from Bob Costas, of all people, on, on this one to be able to connect us to Bill Bradley. And I think he's the, the perfect recipient um, of this, A, because of his basketball career, going back to playing at Princeton and the New York Knicks and the selflessness that he showed. But you add in his political career and what he represents, the, the civility that he had in po politics. And I think that's so timely right now with, you know, all the issues that we have in our political climate. And here's somebody who represented what it meant to reach across the aisle. And, and real quick, the, the one thing I'd add about that in our, inter our video that we're doing profiling uh, Bill Bradley, we, we have Jack Danforth giving a great soundbite just talking about how Sports is such a model for this. You know, in hockey, you know, you, you get banged up. There's fights, whatever. But after the game, everybody shakes hands. And, and that's what we need more in politics. And that's what Bill Bradley represented. Also receiving a Musial Award for Extraordinary Character is Adam Wainwright, who has retired from Major League Baseball. And his life in baseball is just beginning. He is going to be everywhere, as he already is. But as a St. Louis Cardinal and as a part of this community, it doesn't need to be said too much what he means to everybody. This is, however, something I'm sure he will fully embrace, Mark. This is pretty special. Yeah, and what I love, too, when we have a lot of our high-profile honorees come in, they don't, they don't really realize what they're getting into. And I, I think, obviously, for Wainwright, the musical connection is going to be very meaningful. But when I think he sits down in the audience Saturday night and, and sees what he's a part of, it's going to even raise the stakes even more. But yes, again, ideal recipient of the award for his humbleness 
uh, his perseverance and just his overall class. We, we make this event very national, but we'd like to keep to our St. Louis roots. So to be able to have the hook of Wainwright being honored is, is really important and special for us. Last thing for you, and it's a two-part question. One, uh, I don't want to give anything away, but what is a story that you think will really get the uh, tears flowing from this crowd at Stiefel Theater on Saturday night? And two, do you have any tickets left? Because I know that this theater sells out or comes close to it. So I'll answer the first part, or the, your second question first. And, and yes, we do have a few tickets left. The great thing is they, they're as low as $10, um, but we, we do have tickets at museumawards.com. And there's also a special, what we call an honoree circle ticket. It's in the section right behind the honorees, and you get access to the after party and parking. So all, that's in, all that info is at museumawards.com. Um, the story that's going to cause everybody to uh, utilize the Museal Awards tissues that we leave at their seats is going to be this, this wonderful story about actually the horse, Cody's Wish, who had this incredible connection with a young man named Cody Dorman, who, who actually sadly passed away a couple years ago, or a couple weeks ago. Um, but the story, the bond between them and what the ownership group of Cody's Wish did to impact this young man's life. Um, I, I think that one is just going to be tremendously emotional and uplifting and, and really represents all that's right in sports for us. So that's going to be a great moment and a very inspirational moment for all of us. It always is amazing when Mike Bush presents these videos and then it all comes to life when the actual participants and the awardees show up on stage together. It's the Musial Awards Stiefel Theater this Saturday. Musialawards.com is where you can find tickets and information on a great event. Mark, thanks for joining us. I'll see you there Saturday. Looking forward to it. Thanks a lot, Tom. Can't wait to see you there. President of the St. Louis Sports Commission, Mark Schreiber on KMOX. It's 10:51. We are joined now by the SLU women's basketball coach. Big game coming up this afternoon against the University of Missouri. Coach Rebecca Tillett is with us on KMOX. Thank you for your patience and thank you for being with us. I look forward to seeing you a little bit. Hi, Tom. So great to hear from you. And yeah, we're we're pumped for today. Really looking forward to this opportunity. I bet you are. You and I are going to talk before the game. So I want to make this brief, but I, I can't let a sports on a Sunday morning go by on a game day without sneaking you on there, especially when you're expecting some fans to come in wearing blue. I have my blue on. I'll be on the sidelines calling the game. It is a blue out against Mizzou. Let's start there. What would you like to see from the crowd today? You know, just really want an active crowd, you know, teams are fueled by the activity that happens in the crowd and the excitement. And uh, I think this is just a great opportunity for our women to come out and, you know, play big, right? Hit some big shots, get some big stops. And I think our women are locked in and ready to go. It's a three o'clock tip today and you can grab tickets uh, at the box office or you can go online and get them ahead of time. But SLU will play at Schaefer's Arena against Missouri. What is your team looking like this year? Picked uh, high in the A-10, third, if I'm not mistaken. I know you dropped the first one against Drake. It is early in the season as you see these women gel. Yeah, you know, really looking forward to just seeing this group find their identity together. Um, you know, Drake's the you know, NCAA tournament team pretty consistently, so that was intentional by us to get that opportunity in preparation before Mizzou. This group can really score it. We did not showcase that as well against Drake as I think people will see today. 
Um, and then looking to build on our defense from last year and already seeing that trend in the right direction. You do have some size. Uh, I know that replacing Brooke Flowers is not easy, but you've been able to get some post presence, haven't you? We have, and thank goodness Brooke is still on the bench, everybody. So she's <laughs> out here helping people get better. Uh, but, yeah, we brought in three transfers. All three uh, have some physicality and, and toughness about them in the paint. Uh, which we thought we really needed to advance this season. And Kyla McMakin can really light it up. What does she bring to the table, not only as a player, but as a person? Yeah, you know, right now she's the third leading active scorer in NCAA. Uh, Caitlin Clark is one of those other young women mentioned in that conversation. But what I always want people to know about Kyla is her leadership and the way that she wants her teammates to be successful it's so it's powerful and it's powerful in every interaction we have as a team. Julia Martinez brings everything to the table. She's got a complete game. How has she been so far as she made the decision last year? I'm not surprised that she wanted to come back and be part of this program and this party. You know, Julia is so disruptive and so smart, right? So she's one of those women that you show one, one clip and she's going to find a way to translate that into the game. So as scout coaches, we're always looking for, okay, what can we get that Julia might be able to disrupt? Um, so really, really excited about her elevating again this season. You know, when I watch SportsCenter in the morning and I see promotions for women's basketball in prime slots, it makes me smile because those slots in the past were given to men's games. They were given to shows about the NFL. I mean, whatever excuse they could have to put on the big revenue sports I think that it is a platform now that women's sports have been able to gain some headway here. Do you feel that, especially in women's basketball? We absolutely can feel it. And I think it's just a great time to be a woman in sport right now. Uh, this is the time where it's exploding on multiple sports, multiple levels. Um, just really excited about the you know, momentum that women's basketball has. And that's one of the reasons that I came to St. Louis, right? I want to build that momentum here in our town for St. Louis. So we need everybody out there today in order to help us do that. And, you know, there used to be a time where it was the nice thing to do for women's sports or it's always been the right thing to do. And now it's also a profitable investment. I hear you on that. I could make the argument, actually, that Caitlin Clark is the most popular college basketball player in the country. I, and I might not be wrong there. I mean, if you have somebody I, like that to watch, uh, that can bring them in. Well, and the really neat thing about that, you know, I got to see her play live last year in the NCAA tournament game. and You can't even look down at your phone. Like, you can't even take a break because she's going to make a play. And then there's also some other dynamic personalities in the country right now, and including some on our team, uh, that have an opportunity to make this just an incredible year for women's basketball. Maybe you'll see her in the tournament down the road. I don't know. I mean, there's a long way to go, but who knows? Never know. Uh, Congratulations on all of your success so far. I'll see you over there today. Thanks for joining me for a few minutes to preview today's game against Mizzou. Can't wait to spend time with you, and thank you always for your coverage of women's sports. You bet. I'll have the call today at 3 o'clock, 245 pregame. It's SLU and Mizzou from Chaffetz Arena. Women's basketball, get down there and support the Billikens or the Tigers, whatever you want to do, get in there. But if you're supporting the Billikens, wear blue. We will be back with more sports on a Sunday morning after the 11 o'clock news, including our NFL picks. John Mosaloc's going to join us live today. We'll look at the Blues win as well on KMOX. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.